0: Welcome back to the Trap Says Podcast. Yes, the Trap Says Podcast is still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have been... Ghosted your ass. <laughs> straight <laughs> up ghosted. Um, but we've had a lot going on and we're going to talk about all of that and our new move to Jacksonville, Florida, all in this week's episode.
1: Yeah, so we, the last couple of weeks have been crazy if you guys follow us on Instagram, right? Kim and Erin G, like following along with our story, then yeah, you know that we've moved to Jacksonville and just getting settled in took a lot longer than we thought. And then our jobs got pushed back. And so anyways, we're going to talk about that and kind of talk about the transition even of of us being together, right? Like trying to work together and be together 24 seven and um, just some things that have come up over the last week that, you know, we're, we are we got to figure out and talk through things and figure out a new dynamic and a new system because we're used to either both of us being in the hospital full time or one of us, so then the other one has their own routine. So there's just like a lot of dynamics happening that we are figuring out.
0: I, I will say just food for thought throughout this episode, but just because you want something really bad doesn't mean it just easily flows.
1: No, like you have to, you got to have conversations, you have to, there's always kinks, like it's clunky, right? When you start anything new, it's clunky, there's kinks to work out, and like you have to try to figure out solutions, and and that comes through talking things out or trying a new way, um, but then you then it smooths out and you find your flow, but like the last week has been a bit like clunky for us, and so... We're figuring it out, but we are back. The Trav Says Podcast is back. Sorry we ghosted you, but we had shit to take care of.
0: Yep, let's get into the episode.
1: So before we get into the episode, we are about to launch another Peru trip.
0: Wowza. Okay,
1: so here's the deal. So we... Launch Patagonia. We're, so, we're going to Patagonia next month, which is insane to say. Like, I feel like when we launched it back in December, we're like, we have so much time. and it's so long away. And now it's here. Okay. Whoa. And then we launch Peru. We're hiking the Salcante Trail to Machu Picchu and whitewater rafting and ATVing and cooking classes.
0: Pisco tasting, Pisco cooking, or Pisco making, mm-hmm. and it's I always i love the way it's on pisco making and ceviche wait pisco tasting ceviche making Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so like this trip is going to be amazing and it's during summer solstice which is a huge celebration in cusco an incan celebration oh yeah winter solstice you're right but it's like summer it's like june but it's their winter um and so we launched that that sold out literally within 24 hours which was amazing and insane at the same time and so we said that we were only gonna do one trip um, because we hiked the Inca Trail last year twice and so we were like, ah, I don't think we're gonna do that again. But there were a lot more people who wanted to come on the Peru trip, but again, the spots went very quickly as our trips do because the spots are limited. They're small groups. Um, and our trips are awesome. So, you know, people want to come. Mm-hmm. And for good reason.
0: I like to say they're the uh, the Taylor Swift of adventure trips. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: Like how fast her concert tickets sell
1: out. Oh, my God. That's. <laughs> I love that for <laughs> us. That's, I was just
0: thinking that. the Well, and why? Too.
1: Because, like, Taylor, like, she puts a lot of time and energy into creating a really cool experience. And I feel like our trips aren't just, like, these like things you could like these experiences that you could find on like Expedia or some bullshit like we put so much energy and time to create unique experiences and local experiences and adventures and things that are really going to add a lot of value to the trip and people walk away being like wow that was way more than I thought that was absolutely fucking incredible and We put a lot of love into them. We bake a lot of love.
0: We were talking about it, you know, this week. And honestly, my ultimate goal every single time is for the people that come on the trip to leave a different and better person. Right. Like you have that experience that changes something within you that sparks something that is that can opener that cracks something open that you're like, wow, I can do this right? Or whatever it is for that individual. But that's my thought process and going forward with these trips. And so when you do that, you align with that type of vision. Like these trips are, they've turned out like they, like they are.
1: They have big dick energy for sure. Big D energy. So anyways, we decided that we are going to do another Peru trip. It will be in July. So we're, we'll have a little break in between. We won't turn around and do them back to back like we did last year. Um so we are going to be launching we don't know the exact dates yet. We're going to talk about that and figure that out, but we'll be launching that probably next week. So if it is something you're interested in or you're one of those people who really wanted to come but the spots were already booked, make sure to get on our interest list, our trip interest list. This is where we send all the details. Those are the people who get first dibs to sign up. And when we sent out the Peru trip the first time, just sent it to that list and it sold out we didn't even get to share it with anyone else so if you're interested in one of our trips make sure you're on that list or you probably won't get to come on one of the trips um so make sure to join that list and if you're already on that list and you're listening to this and you're like dude i really really want to go um on peru then DM us at, at what's it, what is it, at kivenariong.com and just let us know like, hey, I really am interested. I want all the information. Um, I can send you that and we can have a conversation about it. So anyways, super exciting and um, let's get into the episode.
0: Let's do it. Micro, please prepare for departure. Okay, so here we are in our new loft. creative space hoping this works the only shitty thing is i'm doing my first ever podcast on my swing which is a dream of mine but it my swing is like clicking loudly and so it's very distracting it's So so
1: freaking loud i
0: can't move so this is a podcast that is not only sharing about our last week or so but also a testament to my skill level to not feel the need to swing
1: well and i feel so sad for you because you were so excited you got like the podcast all set up in this specific area so that you could swing because like that's your thing and you love it and whatever and you were like yay I can swing and podcast and then we did like a uh a trial and it was so loud on the yeah i was like okay that's not going to fly so he's literally sitting dead still Which you look so uncomfortable I'm by okay. the way i'm okay your back is like sitting straight up with no support this and your quiet. your feet don't touch the floor this is how i sit on the swing okay as long as you're good yeah. so we are in jacksonville okay obviously Uh, We've said that. Last time we recorded, we were in New York. It's crazy. What is this life? It's just, like, time, you know? Mm -hmm. It just just goes Mm -hmm. so fast. But our move here was, like, super simple, honestly. Um,
0: It really was. And the thing that we were most concerned with was the movers, like, getting to our place and telling us, oh, it's, like, $2,000 more, and they were going to leave all of our stuff on the yard and, like... Cause that was like the horror stories that we heard um it was relatively smooth there was a little snafu but they fixed it
1: yeah they they were great honestly i could i could not recommend them enough but they only do like new york to florida and then uh texas i think but um they they we were so excited because that's the other thing people are like, oh my gosh, like our stuff didn't come for weeks later or, and so they gave us a three-day window. They said, your stuff will be there within the, this day or three days. Like that's our promise to you. And so they ended up coming the next day, um, on the day that, that they said they would, right? Like it was, there was no three day, it was that day. And. Um, we were so excited because we got everything moved in and we opened, the, like, the truck pulled up and we were so excited and we were talking old Gino, who was a hoot.
0: Hardcore dude.
1: Hardcore New Yorker, Italian New Yorker, just like...
0: Sicilian New Yorker.
1: He did not play. No. We got his whole life story and then he was finally like, okay, like, let's bring your shit in, right? And so they, they the movers start bringing in, like, nasty shit, like... Yeah,
0: the master had, like ours. stains all over. There's it like blood all over. Was,
1: like, that's not ours. I was like,
0: dude, this is not our stuff. And here's a little shout out to Apple AirTags. Um, I think everybody in their. Everybody should literally buy 10 of them and put them in everything backpacks, luggage, like anything valuable. Because I was like, dude, I'm going to stick two Apple AirTags, one that's mine, one's Kim's, in two separate bins. And so that way we can track this and I want to see how it works anyway. And sure enough, dude, like we're here in Jacksonville. They said they were showing up the next morning and I went to my Apple AirTag and it said it was in Maryland. And I'm like, "Uh, how are you going to show up? But I was like, well, maybe since I've never used Apple AirTags, maybe it's just it hasn't updated. Mm -hmm. And then he pulls up and the trucks up and the dude's in Virginia.
1: Right, and we were like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's something going on with the tag. And then they started bringing in that stuff, and we're like, okay, that's not ours. There's an issue. And so Gino was like, oh, fuck, did they did they put your stuff in, like, the, the front? front? So then they were going to have to unload the entire truck to see if our stuff was there because they sectioned it off by the move, right? And so um, we were first. So our stuff should have been at the back of the truck. And thank God you looked and you were like, well, my air tag says it's in Virginia because if not, then they would have unloaded the entire truck looking to see if our stuff was there and then realized that Gino grabbed the wrong truck.
0: Right. What was funny about that was I was like, hey, Gino, um, it says my stuff is in Virginia. And again, hardcore Sicilian New Yorker, he's like, how the fuck you know that? <laughs> And I'm like, I have an AirTag, and in my bins, and I'm tracking, like, you know, the route. He was like, "Oh shit!" Like he starts freaking out. And then he was like, "I grabbed the wrong truck," and like that started the whole process. And then he's on the phone. He's like, "You know how we know he's tracking? He's, he's got trackers in his bins." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh
1: my god!" Dude, Gino lost his he mind. He lost his mind. He lost it, but. They they fixed it. Luckily the correct truck that had our stuff was behind him and was in like North Carolina or something. So they were like, Okay, we'll get the right truck to you tonight at nine or ten PM.
0: Remember when he called the driver? He's like, What are you driving a donkey? Yeah. Like, put the pedal to the floor. Let's go. I
1: know. The guy's like, uh like,
0: um,
1: You grabbed the wrong truck, bro. Yeah. Like um, but they were able to they they brought the stuff that night. And so they, it was a quick fix, but we were like, damn, you know, because we were so excited to get everything in and moved in, whatever. So that was the only snafu, but then they they brought this stuff. I wasn't awake for that. No, you were not. Um, <laughs> story for another time. Uh, so, well, we can say it real quick. It's yeah, not a big deal. There's fine. not another time story. It's not that big of a I deal, but
0: to get we it. had,
1: we went and had a couple of margaritas while because we, we're like, okay, well, they're not moving our stuff. It was a beautiful day. We're like, let's go out, let's explore the neighborhood a little bit, and go walk. And we went to one of our favorite rooftop um, restaurant bars here called River and Post. And we're like, let's have a couple margaritas, take in the vibes while we wait for you know Gino and the crew to come back. And I literally had three margaritas.
0: And they were small. They they were in like
1: cocktail glass. Yeah, like tiny, like they those. Like- Fancy, expensive, that is like $15, but it's like a couple of sips. Like it's not, yeah. I had three of those and I literally blacked out. I remember nothing except coming home and throwing up for hours and hours and hours. And then waking up the next morning feeling like i was hit by a truck but like all of our stuff was there so i was like well that's cool yeah no (laughs) it
0: was literally crazy i mean she was like one of those people we went i tried to like take her to a uh there's an asian street food restaurant here called hawkers and i was like oh cool like let's go there it's perfect for what you need right now and homegirl was out of control dude like wanting to like break chopsticks and throw (laughs) them at people outside and like, didn't like the, uh the egg rolls the, the uh <laughs> vegetable rolls because they were too hot which is like never your complaint ever. I know. And that the place sucked, it's not Asia. Like why are they trying to be Asia? I know. I like, was no, hating on it's hawkers. Asia but you're in Jacksonville and this is really close to Asian street food and you're like it come on. I, it's not Asia.
1: I had I was <laughs> out for blood with hawkers. I hated hawkers. I'm like they're imposters. They need to get out of town. Like I want them dead <laughs> for no reason.
0: I, know, I kept trying to talk. Like, what is this? Like they're not imposters. Like, I know.
1: I just got on one of those kicks, and and then I was like, "Bro, like somebody drugged me," which makes no sense because I'm with you. Like, why would anybody do that? But i've never i mean i can handle three drinks like you might be like tipsy and silly and, and like laughing and and that loose feeling but i can have three drinks and not black out like i haven't blacked out not only
0: blacking out ever puking all That's what i mean morning. i
1: was so violently sick and in that margarita they put what was that chartreuse or something?
0: Chartreuse? Sure, yeah i think it's chartreuse which is we researched it it was like made by the monks and so I don't know if you just had a It was an herbal
1: alcohol? Yeah,
0: I don't know if you had a violent reaction to that.
1: I think it was the chartreuse. It was something because whatever it was, holy shit. It's
0: funny you remembered that. I didn't remember what the liquor was. Yeah, because
1: we looked it up because we're like, oh, what is this? The drink, they tasted amazing. amazing. So we're like, oh, this is so good. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like, whoa, whoa. And I used to black out all the time, you know, like (laughs) as a teenager and then like even into like my 20s. After a a gallon of Captain Morgan. (laughs) Not a gallon, a half gallon. Yeah. But now I'm like, what, three drinks I like pull my pants down? And like run through hawkers like like yeah. eating everyone's lomain. It's not the vibe. No. So, anyways, that was that was very odd. Um, but the movers came that night, which was really nice because I just slept um and Aaron basically moved all of our stuff in with the with the guys.
0: I will say the, the blessing in disguise was the guys, so they have local movers that show up when the truck shows up. And so they're local guys, they have other jobs. Um, and they showed up that morning to move us in, and then he was like, there's a mistake. We need you guys back here at 10 p.m. I'd be
1: so pissed. And they were
0: willing to do it, and they showed up, and they worked hard, and they got our stuff in in an hour. Yeah. It was insane.
1: I will say this, you know, as travelers, right, for the last 10 years, everything we've owned has, or everything we've taken with us traveling has always fit in a car, right? And so... You know, we move into a new place and we're in and we're moved in and we're settled and organized and unpacked in a day, right? Mm-hmm. In a day. We have such a system because we don't have very much. This was such a different move because we got all, we cleaned out our storage unit, shut down the storage unit, and we had so much more stuff that we were like, holy shit. Like it took us a week, well, a week that, to get to remember, settled.
0: we didn't have our stuff for three days while we were here yeah so we just had what we took on the road with us and what we had for a week in new york so i mean it was obviously enough to live off of but wasn't ideal so it wasn't until three days into the move that we even got our stuff and then had to unload all those things and then we wanted to make this very homey and hang pictures and
1: yeah it was just like a totally different style of move build an office it was like the move that never ended it was like every day we would just wake up and grind and try to like organize things and get things together and it was like day after day and then finally we're like okay like we're done so like that,
0: that's a good lead-in too because we basically got done our first day completely done was sunday and we started technically our new jobs on monday yeah
1: yeah and well just real quick we we're obsessed with like, so we, the house that we got, we're obsessed with. And what we loved about it was this upper loft, this creative space, because, you know, we do, when we're working in Travcess, we do everything from the couch, right? It's not like for the last few years, we've just had our lapboards in the couch or we go or to cafe. cafes, but we never had a place. And, and when we were in New York, when Aaron was working And there were no walkable cafes or anything near me. So like I, and we have one car. So unless I took Aaron to work, I was just home. And so I was like sitting on the couch for like eight hours working on all the things. And it was just like, geez, like I'm grateful that I can do this. But at the same time, it's just, you're not in that inspired place of like sitting at a desk and be like, it's time to work. Like I'm sitting on the the couch, you know? And it just, there was no separation between home And just like being relaxed and being on the couch, watching a movie, living your life, and then work. Right, when we go to work, we leave the house. We go to a different environment. And when we're in that environment, it's like head down, get to work. And so this was just kind of mixing the two together. And so one thing that was so important to us when we were looking for a place is that it had to have another room to be able to create this office space for us. So the fact that we have an entire loft that we have a room that's our office we have desks we have real chairs we have all of our whiteboards a microwave a microwave so i can heat up my coffee which was a really nice touch that mr putt put in for me because i'm always warming up my coffee every you know 10 minutes because i like it hot and then,
0: <laughs> do you <laughs> or is it too hot so it's not good
1: <laughs> just i though i hated those spring rolls oh, and they were probably like the most they were
0: so good dude
1: we got to redo it so redo good. it um, but then the create, like the loft space, we have a place where we can do live streams. And then Aaron has his swing, and I'm going to have this big comfy chair where we can do podcasts. We can talk. We can do all the things. So we can brainstorm. We can, we just have this whole floor is like when we come up here, it's it time want. to work. It's time to work on Trapsess. When we go downstairs, it's like, oh, let's be home. Let's be husband and wife. Let's make dinner. Let's watch a movie whatever and so we like the way that we've set it up which this took the longest to get set up but I'm like I walk up here and I look around and I'm just like dude I fucking love this space I'm so happy
0: and I and I know that doesn't even I mean if you unless you're in it you can't grasp it but I can tell you for the past three nights that we've been like diving hard into like work and like working at our desks I literally have reached a point where I have closed my computer shut off everything that i had to shut off all my little things charged my um you know headphones got them going for the next morning and walked downstairs and fixed myself like a a glass of water and i go sit on the couch and it feels like i've put that day's work in right whereas when we when we were in new york i would come home and eat dinner on the couch And then I would pick up my computer and work, but I'm staring at the TV and this is like where we hang out. This is where we relax. This is where we come down. And literally there was, there's no spike, right? There wouldn't have been a spike in brainwaves. And even on the days that I was off from New York, we would come home from the gym and sit on the couch and I would be asleep in 20 minutes. Like it just, it really is not a conducive environment. It works for what you need, but having this... It's a game changer. It's a game changer because it's that feeling of like, wow, I put in a hard day's work today and now I'm done.
1: It breeds creativity and inspiration. Sitting on the couch does not. So love this space. Love our place. And yeah, so getting back to what you were saying, we ended Sunday. We're like, awesome. We're finally done. And then we were starting orientation Monday. We were... But were we? We were really hoping that our date got pushed back a week because we after all of that like we wanted a week just to catch up on life and catch up on all the things and we we're like damn like why didn't we why didn't we do this from the beginning why didn't we push our start, ba- start date back but we felt like oh they've been waiting for us for so long kind of trip. yeah so we're like damn like we should have done this so we kind of like manipulated the system a little bit of like getting in our tb we we waited a little longer hour
0: and a half longer yeah
1: we like tried to push things back as much as we could because we're like well if they don't get it in time we're just gonna have to start next monday like we're we're not gonna be that sad about it so we kind of kept pushing it and then we still didn't know
0: monday morning we had
1: no idea because their orientation is a um, go at your own pace,
0: which is amazing.
1: It is, but but because it's a go at your own pace, there was still a potential they could send us. Because when we when Friday ended, we had no logins or anything to do the orientation. So we we're like, okay, cool. Like I guess we're not going to get cleared, but. Because it's a go at your own pace, there was still a gap on Monday that they could send us the login details. Yeah. Which we
0: didn't know. We didn't know. We thought it was 8 a.m. It's 10. Yeah.
1: So we are like, damn. Like, So we were kind of on edge because we're like, well, we could be starting. We could not. I'd rather just know. Exactly. And so, um, anyways, long story short, we ended up missing the mark. I didn't. That's true. I
0: got cleared. But... Come to find out, I was on text with my manager and she was like, Listen, it, it's no, it doesn't make any difference whether you start this Monday or next Monday. What do you want to do? And I said, Well, let me wait for my wife and see what happens with her. And Kim didn't get cleared in time. So she's starting Monday. So then I was like, Hey, like my wife starts on Monday. I'd like to start with her just for like, you know, planning and figuring this stuff out. And she was like, Perfect, we'll see you Monday. But she was like, go ahead and finish your orientation and get that done. And so I did, so I'm done. I don't have to do orientation. I'm all ready to go. I show up on Monday and it's like game yeah. on. So it's actually, it worked out way better.
1: Hell yeah. Than
0: like, you know, you do orientation and then you go the next day, but then, you know, it's like, I like this. Cause I had all week to get that done.
1: Yeah. And so now we got, we like basically bought ourselves this week. Yep. So I start orientation Monday. Aaron actually starts his job Monday. And we were like, once once they told us we did not have to start till next week, it was like this huge weight had been lifted mm. because we're like, oh my God, holy shit, we just we just got an entire week of our lives back. Um, which is great because we've really been able to use this week to, catch up on all the Travis says things and get into a flow and get into a routine and go to the gym and just, just get into a new life here before we have to jump in and like be inundated with all the hospital stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge win. Totally. Which kind of then leads into then the dynamic of us being working together. Right my foot's asleep
0: which is is absolutely insane because it's it's all we ever wanted i think we we started good well let me i know where you're going let me put some
1: context around it because so obviously yes our dream has always been to work from home together right we can work from anywhere we're completely location independent which is why we've always been so focused on building a business that we could do from anywhere right it's not like a a brick and mortar we don't like we can do it if we have our computers with us that was always the vision for for us for many years and and to work together work from home together and so for the last six months when Aaron was in the hospital I was by myself Right. So Aaron would leave for work at eight. Like we would wake up, we'd go to the gym. Aaron would leave to go to work. And I had the entire day to myself to be in my own rhythm, my own routine. I didn't talk to anybody, no
0: distractions. No
1: distractions. It was just like, Hey, where are you at? What do you want to do? What's your focus? And I could just get into routine. So over the last six months, I've really built a routine that I love. And that works for me. And then you've been on the flip side of that with no routine because you've just been working in the hospital and then coming home and kind of doing whatever needed to be done at that point. Yeah. Okay.
0: Follow it. Tracking.
1: Okay. Tracking. So now that we're both together, so like our office, our desks are side by side. So we're not looking at each other, but they're right next to each other. And there's a gap in between. There is, but I can, I can see you out of my peripheral
0: oh my god
1: i can see you twirling out of my peripheral <laughs> well it's funny because you you're such a rocker and a swinger and <laughs> and you're in your your work chair and you're just fucking rocking back and forth and the chair is so loud and i'm such a Like, I don't listen to music when I'm focusing. I just, I I like silence. You know, I have my noise-canceling headphones, and I just, that's how I focus, where other people can blare music, but it's just not me. So now I'm hearing your freaking rocking, and it's so distracting. So I end up, like, getting a a fan noise, like a white noise on YouTube, and then put that in my headphones. So then I couldn't hear you rocking.
0: Well, I was going to say, I didn't know that you did that, because... It I came out when you. your headphones died, then you were having then a, I started then you growling. Had comments, and then it was just like a constant. Then I rah, started growling.
1: Because you're so noisy. You sounded like the lady in spin. You are you're just noisy, and I think that's just who you are. Like you're either chomping on ice or you're rocking or you're like you're just a very noisy human.
0: Okay, smacktastic. Okay,
1: like no. I when it, what does that mean? SmackTastic. Okay okay the point is i prefer quiet i focus and i just get into my zone and i haven't had to um have anybody around me so it's been a big transition well besides mimi but like
0: and she annoys you with her licking and her chewing and the
1: constant yeah Yeah. Yeah. which she's laying here right now like a complete and utter angel (laughs) (laughs) don't anger it don't wake it (laughs) Not even snoring Not I know. Um so so it's been a it's it's been a transition of us trying to find a new routine together.
0: Well not only that, you know, it's also like we've talked about the fact that I have been complete head down in the hospital and haven't really had a time to get caught up. Now you gotta think like it was like running a marathon and Kim was already on mile 18 and I was just starting. So I've had to run really fast to get caught up in like what needs to be done in the business versus like her day-to-day flow and the things that she gets done and how she gets them done. And I haven't had a lot of time to debrief. And one thing that Kim and I like to do, which is one of the reasons we started this podcast, is we like to sit and talk and be on the same page and talk about ideas and get inspired because we did do that two days ago, and it was a life-changing conversation. And so I still haven't had those kind of debrief, uh, get into the flow, feel some inspiration, get on the level that you're in. And so I've just been trying to catch up.
1: Right. And I think that's the other thing. And like, that's kind of what came up this morning. Cause we got into like a little tiff before we went, we did the podcast of, you know, we're, We're big talkers, right? You just said that. So like we, like on Sundays, we do our Super Gibson Sunday. It's not Super Gibson. What do we call it? Soul Gibson Sunday.
0: Gibson Soul Sunday.
1: Gibson Soul Sunday. Like a play on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday or whatever. And we'll watch a podcast and we could literally sit with coffee and talk for hours and hours and hours. Like we get into these deep conversations and then they go here and there. And we're just like, ah, like we can do it for hours. And I love that. Like I love that about us and our relationship and i look forward to those talks but there's a time and a place and if we're my concern is if we're you know sitting around chatting for hours uh which i love but normally on a work day if you're at the hospital and i'm at the, like we're not sitting around chatting for hours like we have stuff to do we have work to do and it may not be in the hospital but there are things that we want to get done and we're just sitting kind of chatting for hours to me, I love that, but that's a distraction. And it's like wanting to save that for the end of the day. Let's sit and have dinner and chat or save it for Saturday or Sunday when we go out and have a date night together. So it's trying to figure out those boundaries and the dynamic of what it's going to be like to work together and know that, yes, we're sitting right next to each other at a desk but to not be like turning to each other to talk about something for a couple of hours and be distracted. You know what I mean?
0: No, totally. And I think it's funny because you don't think of leadership as being just like you and me, right? But in like all the best leadership books and all the classes that I've ever taken, it's been um you have to really figure out how the other person excels in order for you to lead, right? Like It's not you lead by telling people how you think they should work. It's Mm -hmm. about finding their strengths. And it was funny because in our little tiff, like Kim said, like I'm not the person that can work, take a little break, work again, take a little break and feel good working till 11 p.m. And it was funny because it was like, wow, that I've never looked at it like that. That's really interesting because I can do that. I can literally put three, four solid hours in get up, come out here, sit on the swing, look on my phone for a little bit and then get back to it. And I almost need that where Kim has like full on 7 8 hours focused and then she's done.
1: Right. And and that like, was
0: usually done at, you know, 7.
1: Well, because my my schedule for 6 months was I would always get at least 3 hours in before lunch focus hours and then I would break for lunch and like I looked forward to that because I would always watch a YouTube video and it was just kind of like my downtime and I would enjoy my lunch and then I would hit it again until 5 30 and 5 30 was my cutoff because that's you came home at 6 30 so I would pre- start preparing dinner and like get all the things ready for you coming home and so that was my cutoff, and that was like my routine and I'm somebody that I'm I'm never going to work till 11 p.m. Like it's very rare like I go to bed early, I wake up early and I cut off at, you know, an earlier time. So like for me working until 7 or 8 is late. So where so for me like getting an earlier start helps me wind down my day where you're somebody who's more than it's very normal for you to work until 11 p.m. So it doesn't matter if you start at 11 a.m. Well, so learning just the difference too. But that's too. also
0: kind of interesting because I had to get used to that because the days that I would work till 6.30, come home and eat, and then it was like if I had something to do, I would work till 11 p.m. Right. So I'm used to that because that's been my survival mode for five years. Right. Versus now, I could easily work during the morning and then get a good night's sleep and still have cutoff time at seven to maybe like watch a show or or play the guitar or do something upset on the swing for an hour Mm -hmm. you know like which is weird it's foreign to me
1: right it's it's like we're learning a new a new way of living together especially with both of us being home and working from home which again we said has been our dream and now we're actually in it and we will still be going to the hospital but like for the most part we'll be working from home together which is what we've dreamt about for years and years but the reality is we have to we have to figure out the kinks and we have to be in constant conversation to be like okay like hey like this is kind of not working for me and one thing that I do like in just setting up like a new routine together that at 5 30 cutting off and we live right by the river so like we take Mimi for a walk down to the river and I feel like that's our time that we can sit and talk and connect and like, Um, have a little time together and then we come home and have dinner and I really like that as being a part of the new dynamic totally
0: and I think we've realized too like sitting stagnant for 8 hours a day on your computer you need to get up throughout the day and walk oh yeah almost like a helpful thing plus you're right it's a good cut off and I enjoy doing it and you know it's nice to get Mimi out for a walk and we get to watch the sunset on the river every night Mm -hmm. like I mean unobstructed view of the sunset like it doesn't get any better no
1: it's it's freaking badass so we'll figure it out. I think also, fi- like we have to. There's things we collaborate on, right? So like this podcast, we collaborate on going live. We collaborate on um, a training we're gonna do, a masterclass we're gonna teach. There's things that any, we
0: any of the adventure trip the like, trips, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: There's definitely things we have to collaborate on, and so that's like both of our times. And so figuring out how we can come together and collaborate on the things. But then also being like, and we split ways, and don't talk to me, don't look at me, don't look in my direction.
0: Well, I mean, I edited an entire YouTube video yesterday. I
1: know, which is amazing. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting new way of living, but I'm excited to, like, work out the kinks with you. And... um,
0: Well, I did want to, like, one last topic, if you didn't have anything. I wanted you to touch on... Uh, what you were just saying before we went live, because I thought it was really interesting how we did this five years ago. And mm-hmm. I know we talked about this in the podcast when we said that we were going PRN, but it's funny because this time, five years ago, we were already looking to pull the rip cord and say, oops, we made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And now, this feeling, right? Because we always say, you never know until you go. And we've had. An, Two weeks now to where like we've been in the fields. We packed we unpacked everything. We set up an office. We have been flowing without going to the hospital. And that time frame five years ago got us really nervous. The fear took over, it wasn't the right time. So we had to like start traveling again. And that was one of the worst conversations I've ever had to have with anybody. Was my manager created these positions. I had to tell him, Sorry, we made a mistake.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. We gotta go. Just
0: kidding. And then like I felt like it would be, you know. A lot easier in the conversation to just say like we don't have the money, and then he was just like, <laughs> no. "You don't have savings." Babe,
1: that was so humiliating, was so remi- and that's not what you I. You told imagined. him like we have no money, I know. and and like that was so embarrassing. I know. He's like, "Are you guys okay?" Right, and you it was like. Alone? basically it was just like no like we just need to take we're going to continue to take contracts and he was like so worried about us that yeah. was so embarrassing
0: and, I, and that was my nerves and what i meant to say was like if i'm going to be working because basically i realized we needed to work a lot in the hospital i'm not going to work for 26 dollars an hour when i can go and make over two thousand dollars a week yeah exactly. doing the same amount of work because he's like i can give you 40 hours a week and i was like why would I do that when I can make triple yeah. the amount as a travel contract? That's what I wanted to say, but it didn't come out that way. No. And it came out that we didn't manage our money correctly, and we're broke, and we have to go.
1: And it was so awkward. I know. Um, but the yeah so when we did this five years ago we were in such a different place and and like you said we always say you never know until you go like you 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 give if you feel like you want to do something give it a try and if it doesn't work out you pivot and you redirect like
0: be a tough conversation but
1: yeah like we decided that wow we thought this is what we wanted but it's not the right time it did not feel right and so we took another contract that was available to us and so but we wouldn't have known unless we gave it a try it's okay like everything's okay. If it doesn't work out, you know, yes, that moment was embarrassing, but at the end of the day, it's like, ah, it just didn't work out. We're going to try something else. And so we went into this whole move with that same, um, mentality of, Hey, we're really strongly feeling like we should do this, and we need some stability. And we're gonna give it a try. And if it were and we feel like it's going to be exactly what we need. And since we've been here, it's just been reiterating, like, re, like not reiterating. What is it? Um, re. Yeah reiterating yeah there's an okay but basically just showing us that you you made the right you made the right choice you made the right choice you made the right choice but in the event that we didn't for some reason we could redirect it's all okay right and so where we were five years ago was very different and so I remember five years ago like we had traveler school and that was thriving and we loved teaching and that was really fun but that's really all that we had. And so if we didn't have like the launch that we wanted, it was like, oh, we don't have any other money coming in outside of the hospital. Like, fuck, you know? And I remember then being like, I wish that we had more going on. I wish that we were busier. I wish that we had more things to fill our day. We are kind of, we didn't have the podcast. We didn't have trips. We didn't have the backpacks. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't, we didn't have anything else. And we were, like, wishing we had more things, but we weren't sure. So we were just like, well, what is it? And we were kind of trying different things. Well, and
0: we also went into the mentality of if we had time, we could figure these things out. And so that was a lot of the pushing force at five years ago, which was not the right time.
1: Right, right, right. So that's, like, where the mentality was of, like, gosh, like, I just wish we had more things to do. Craving that, wanting that, right? Of, like, I'm so busy that I'm just constantly, like working on all these things so many things to do, so many yeah. things to do um and so now fast forward five years later you know we're back and i have found myself i keep saying and i just had this like epiphany this morning and and we were talking about it before we came on but that I kept I, I find myself saying almost all day, like I feel really overwhelmed. Like there's so much to do and I'm so overwhelmed and I'm feeling anxious and how are we gonna get all this done and I need help. I need someone helping me and I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. And it was like this morning I had I was just like, you keep saying you're overwhelmed and you wished five years ago you had stuff to keep you busy and you are so it's such a privilege and you're so in like i'm grateful that i have so much going on and so many things that we're doing and we keep you know putting it out there like hey like we're ready like to the universe to to god whatever like we're ready to go to our next level like what's next like all like all these projects and all these things we want to bring in but here i am i keep saying i'm overwhelmed so if i keep saying i'm overwhelmed the universe isn't going to bring anything else into our life and it was like stop saying you're overwhelmed like things will get done you will work through them slowly but surely it's everything's okay right. nothing is an emergency right. nothing is like everything is under control take a deep breath and just be in the gratitude that you have wished to be quote unquote busy with things working for yourself with things that matter with things that that we're passionate about with things that are making an impact that we love that are creative that we get to put our energy into we have wished and prayed for that for years and here it is in front of us and i'm so grateful and i just keep saying i'm overwhelmed by it it was like cut this shit Like, what are you doing? You know, and it was kind of just this epiphany I had this morning. And it just, it was a huge shift for me of, of how I want to move forward. And, and the way that we, the words that we use really make a difference. They are so powerful, so powerful. So really being mindful of the words that you're using and how you're talking about the things in your life
0: well and it's cool because Joe and Sarah we've had them on the podcast they're really good friends of ours they let us in on their Calm app the family plan which was really nice of them because I love that app like I love we listened to the J, Daily J and when you were talking about your words matter the other one the other day was uh, should or could yep. did you hear that mm-hmm. one and it was really interesting because when he said it it actually made me think like I've never realized the power in those two words because when you say should, you start to hit your morals, right? Like I should just kinda, you know what? I accepted this job. We should stay PRN because we said we were going to and basically, you know what? We'll just figure it out, right? But could is like, what could we do? And that Mm. creates options, right? And just the difference in those two words is so crazy and powerful, but have the same outcome. But not the same outcome, but, you know what I'm saying? Like If you just change the word, it gives you a totally different A different outcome, perspective, Different yeah. perspective, and it's so insane. So it's like you saying you're overwhelmed. I think what you just said in this podcast, you didn't say in our conversation, was just like the universe says, oh, you're overwhelmed. Well, I'm not gonna give you any more then. Right. And that's really interesting because you're putting a block on that versus, wow, maybe something's gonna come in that maybe these other things go away that I could actually put more time into this. And I didn't even see it that way. Exactly.
1: No, that's, that's exactly it. You know, and even with the could, like that's such a more empowering way to look at things. Mm -hmm. And instead of, and and I say this all the time too. And it's something that we talk about of like, oh, I want to do this, but I should be doing this. And Mm -hmm. it's like. A, you know, when you follow your joy and, and like what you actually want to do, that's always the right direction to go in, right? Is is I should be doing this. I feel like that's just such a low vibe and like trusting your desires, like that you're okay. Like if you follow with what you want to do and things will work themselves out. But the whole like i could like what could we do mm-hmm. it's just more empowering it's such a different level of conversation of just like well what could we do what are the options available to us and then we can make a decision from that instead of being like i should be doing well, this well that's ridiculous so i
0: used that this morning because kim and i went to the gym at nine we you know almost got looped into doing like a zumba oh, class my like God. there's nothing wrong with zumba um, it wasn't Zumba, but it was like cardio. Where like these older women, good for them. Again, it's no judgment. I'm just saying, like it's not our style. Wait, but, can I? But they were like running. We went and wait. Ahead.
1: Okay, we so we joined the Y. Which you guys listen to the pod, you know we are obsessed with Fit Social. It was a game changer for us. We loved our workouts. It was Missed just. It. It's our style. We love like the the vibes, the loud music, the energy. It's just how we like to work out. So we've joined the YMCA because it's right up the street. They have classes, and there's not cheap. a. It's cheap, and there's not a lot of good gyms around here, no. um, unfortunately. Like there's Pilates and there's bar and things cycle I bar, like. Cycle bar. But because we have one car, we wanted to. We had to do something together, because we have to make it work with the one car so we joined the Y to you know make sure or to to do the classes whatever my sister goes there she said the classes were good so the the, and while the classes are a good workout it's just not our style or our vibe right it's like very like you said it's it's geared towards just like older people and the music it's just not no. It's just not it. So this morning we signed up for a tone class. And we're like, okay, cool. Let's go see what this is. It's weights. It's different things. Let's check it out. We get there. I guess they don't have the class anymore. I don't know. Um, But the class that was going to be there was it was called Cardio Sculpt. And so this lady was like explaining it to us. And she's like, it's just it's lunges. It's squats. It's burpees. burpees. It's all cardio. So we're like, okay, well, maybe we we'll, try we'll it. give it a go. So we go in there and we're kind of on, we're going back and forth about it because we're not really sure. And Aaron's like, I think I might just go run or do my own workout, whatever. And then there was another lady in there. And so I just thought, let me ask her, like, do we need weights? What do we need to get set up? And so that sparked a whole conversation. And she was just like yeah like she's a zumba instructor and you're just moving the whole time and then she started pumping her arms she said
0: sometimes you do the pa pa pa, and it's like the the body pu- and i went and i'm doing my own workout we were
1: like uh that's i don't think so so we left we did our own workout we got done came back and we peeked in and oh my god like it, they it, were in a circle doing fucking ring around the rosy dancing, like running, hopping
0: backwards, and then running into the circle and high fiving, oh. like. Which again, movement is fantastic, but, but that's not our style. If, you, if any of you listening to this knows me and knows me in general and knows me well and knows how I look and everything, if you would have seen me in there with, 50, I would have died. Plus older women just running backwards like trotting and then running in and high-fiving them and running back out like and doing like pop 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 like no
1: no is not
0: my style i mean i'm literally in there with a headband armbands cut off shirt like
1: like you know, hundred pound weights you like get, it's like
0: that's not my style, so I was like, thank you.
1: Babe, God. that's not my style. Are I you know. fucking kidding me? That's that bobo-ass shit. Like, I mean, I mean, no, I just, I don't want to you. downplay
0: any type of movement in any class. I think it's great. I don't care. It's energy. not what
1: we like. It doesn't matter. Well, that's what I'm trying to get
0: at, right? Yeah. It's just not my style, but it is. I keep picturing myself in that class, and I can't stop laughing.
1: I would have paid to see you. It would
0: be something on Impractical Jokers. That's what I yeah. feel like it would have been. Like, they put them in there, in a headband, in a class like that, just to wreak havoc. And I feel like that's what it would have been that for would Oh
1: my god, that would have been so funny. Dude, we should do that. Uh, no. I was, yeah, it was... Pre- pretty pretty hard to watch and i was so grateful that again we listened to our gut and we're like let's get the fuck out of here because we would have been tracked like rats
0: well and i also have the mentality of i signed up for the class i am in here i'm not gonna leave because that just looks bad and i don't quit i'll just finish the class i'll never go back Mm -hmm. but that would have been the most miserable hour of my life
1: no 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 freaking bueno bro No,
0: because of that though it made me realize like we haven't done a lot of treadmill work and we're about to hike 80 miles in two weeks and it's actually like 90
1: because it's 46 miles each
0: yeah 90 miles in two weeks and i was on a 15 incline today and I was like, "Wow, I'm struggling." So I'm glad yeah. that it pushed me to do that because now I realize I need to put more of that in my workout. Well, and
1: it goes back to because I did I did my own circuit and then I came over and did ten minutes of fifteen, um, which I'm glad that I did because I was like, "I need to do more of this," like, mm-hmm. um, because I was it was hard. But going back to like how we talk to ourselves, doing that instead of being like, "This is hard, this is hard, this is hard," which it was. And I, and I also didn't have my headphones because I mm. thought we were going to a class. So for me, when I do my own workout, I have to have headphones. Mm. Like I get into a podcast or music. Obviously,
0: it's game changer. Yeah.
1: So I'm on the treadmill, no headphones, and I'm just staring out the window.
0: It was beautiful though. It was
1: beautiful, but like I don't care. You Looking know, the
0: water, the bridge. Yeah,
1: but... I mean it was great, but like it's not enough. Like I'm not, I can't just sit on a treadmill. You know, I'm just not a treadmill kind of person. And I, I just kept saying like, like you're strong, you got this. You're preparing yourself. Like this is gonna help you, like on the trail. And so I just mentally was building myself up and and like powering through in that kind of a grittier way of like you got this. You're you're more than capable. This isn't even that hard. Like instead of just that constant like this is hard, this, this is hard, this sucks. And I think that's really important. And then the last thing I'll say is. um, on like how you talk to yourself thing, when we went and got our physicals for Baptist, we weighed ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I had gained weight because I, I know and I felt it. And we were super lenient with how we ate in New York. And I, I ate pretty healthy, but just a lot of carbs, a lot of bread, a lot of, a lot of, pizza. A lot of pizza, a lot of fats, um, like cheeses and, and things like that. Which is fine. I, I enjoyed every second of it, but I knew that I had gained weight, and and then we we weighed ourselves, and and I had I haven't weighed myself in months and months. I usually don't weigh myself. I just kind of go off of how I feel, because I feel like you can kind of get obsessed with that. And um, anyways, I weighed one fifty two
0: which is crazy well first her. i weighed
1: 155 but i was wearing boots and i was like these boots they weigh we 10 pounds
0: she literally took off her boots and said can you reweigh weigh me and so we walked out into the main like into the lobby of where all the workers were sitting and i was like get back on the scale
1: i almost like took like this watch weighs 10 pounds these boots like i was like taking my jeans off like i was gonna come out <laughs> butt naked like because i'm like this is not right because for me you know, I usually sit between 135, 138. 140 is heavy for me. And and that's just the way, like, I, I'm built, you know? And so...
0: And the way you feel. And you the way know, that I feel. You know, when you're feeling your best mentally, if you got on the scale, it would be that 135,
1: 138. 100%. Yeah. And so, seeing that number, I, like, wanted to burst into tears because I was so like wow like that is very heavy for me and and I knew that and I felt it but it was just like that was the alarming moment of of like reality and so I was really upset and I was like just talking to Aaron so much like I was obsessing about it and I found myself in this spiral of just like I'm so heavy I gained all this weight like i feel so uncomfortable in my skin how did this happen how did i allow this to happen like i'm super healthy i work out like which i do think like i'm gonna go get my thyroid levels checked and some things because i do think that there might be something a little bit off as well because i do work out like four or five days a week and i eat pretty healthy you
0: do until like the one or two days that we might go off the rocker but we've been doing that for years and it's you've always sustained within that weight frame. Yeah. And this was the first time we ever worked out as hard as we did for 4 to 5 days a week.
1: No, so I was like, "What? Like, like what's going no. on?" Right. So I'm going to get that looked at too, but I just had a reframe of like, "Okay, that was a wake-up call that I needed, and I'm really going to change the way that I'm eating right now um so that I feel better because I'm also I run very bloaty. Like I'm like a puffer fish. Like mm. I bloat really easily. I carry a lot of that with me. So gonna make really healthy choices and this month i'm going to really work hard towards that because that's a priority before we go travel
0: that'll do 90 miles and in two weeks will be a nice kickoff
1: yeah exactly so i wanted to look at it from just a more positive of like you're settled now like you're settled like Mm You can, you know, work out and you can make better choices with your food and like you're empowered. You, You already know what to do. I'm not somebody who has to learn how to eat healthy. I already have the tools, the knowledge, the understanding, and now the desire and the drive after seeing how much I weighed is now a fire that's been ignited that's pushing me. And so just looking at it from that perspective instead of obsessing of like how much weight i've gained well right and and that was a big deal and
0: now we have publix and a grill
1: exactly um and i'm gonna start eating some meat again which you know for years i haven't really ate meat just because i didn't want to eat the animals but also i am gonna start eating some meat because i feel better when i eat meat like there's nothing like throwing on a piece of chicken teriyaki chicken on the grill with with vegetables as an incredible dinner Mm -hmm. so i'm going to kind of experiment with that and see how i feel and and kind of go from there i'm really only good quality meat and like grass-fed like humanely um treated
0: the farm important
1: to me yeah we have this incredible farmer's market that's like literally right up the street
0: and it's literally jacksonville farms and like we have like bone broth and organic cheeses that literally like there's no flavoring nothing it's literally like the cheese and then you add what you want absolutely phenomenal chicken they had, breasts they had literally i saw one guy who was like offering like half a cow like at the place mm-hmm. like so that's literally like he has one
1: from their from their farm from their farm so yeah so we'll see i'm an experiment but again wrapping all of that up it just goes back to being mindful of how you're talking to yourself because it matters. Mm-hmm. And also, whenever you're in a transition, knowing that it's going to be a little clunky at first. But just being aware of what's not clicking and, and just being willing to find another solution to talk about it if it does involve another person. And just always knowing that there's always another option available, there's always another way to pivot, there's always another solution to make any situation better and more flowy and it just might take a little bit of time.
0: Well, I would just add to that, with, it, it's also the understanding and the knowledge of knowing that like we are in a new transition and things are going to be clunky. We are not going to figure this out right away. And so if you go into this and you, you go into it with frustration or you go into it with anger or... You know, just like, this is totally not what I had expected. Or overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Like, understanding, like, there's going to be a period. I'm looking forward to that period. And when something comes up to me that I feel frustration, I can revert back to that and say, wait, is this just the new transition? And how can I get out what I want to get out? You know, I'm talking to both of us here. Like how can I get out what I want to get out and just address it and see if it's maybe I'm just over analyzing or if this is a real thing that we need to to etch out knowing we'll get better over time. Hundred. So
1: one hundred bro. Let's
0: end it there. All this right, was, bud. This was long winded. This was two weeks and one.
1: Two weeks and one. We are starting our new jobs next week. So next week we'll come on and kinda of chat about what that's like. Um, especially me not scanning in over a year. I'm fucking scared. Yeah god send me prayers yeah well not god send me like i'll pray to god but like you guys send me prayers yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah so we'll check back in next week we hope you have an awesome week please share this podcast out with a travel friend and make sure to follow us on instagram at kim and aaron j j, j. for day-to-day uh life yeah, yeah. you can check with yeah all oh, right. and DM us if you are interested in coming on the Peru trip. Peru.
0: Alright, we're on.